Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you don't know, you won't know, but it's all good because we gonna tell you anyway. My name is Dangerous Duke. And I'm your boy, Stevie Jobber. And we are the Dangerous Jobbers Podcast, and we just putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. Uh, first things first, we're gonna kick this off real quick, but recently we we got news that a a famous celebrity that you guys might know, Sean Connery, formerly of 007, recently passed away, so... We just want to extend our condolences to the Connery family and all the fans of 007, the original 007, probably the best 007 there ever was. So we just want to extend our condolences to the family and friends of Sean Connery. Um, so now we're going to kick it off with the uh, the wrestler of the pod. And for that information, you are going to go right over to Stevie Jobber. All right. I have another female wrestler of the pod today. Very nice, very nice. I've been following her for a long time. For some, for whatever reason, I seem to be really good at picking um, uh, women talent. Yeah, for real. I wonder why. Um, Led with Masha. Hey, hey, now. Yeah, women's revolution, we understand. This is Jobber hearing this. We're an unbiased podcast. Completely unbiased. I just happen to pick up the really good women. Yeah. Um... First, it was Jordan Grace, then Masha Slamovich. Um, this week, Catalina Perez is the wrestler of the pot. Okay. Um, if you don't know Catalina Perez, you might know her from this week's AEW or last week's AEW. Mm-hmm. She was on the uh, AEW Dark. Um, so, for her first time debuting, but she's got a great look, she's mm-hmm. got a great style. Um, I think she fits right in with um, around the Ivalice, you know the yeah. She's got that um, Latino heat as we would yeah call it. yeah that Latino heat esque type of yes, uh, feel yes, to yes. her. So go check her out, guys. Uh, Catalina Perez, hopefully soon to be uh, full time AEW. Yeah, for but, real. You know we'll see. Because anytime any type of talent can make it from the Indies and get to a major promotion like AEW WWE. You know, any promotions like that, you got to shout them out because they're obviously doing something right. They're good at their craft. So it's definitely good for her to see her make, take that jump and show how good she actually is. Absolutely. Oh, not to mention, guys, she's trained by Jay Lethal. Oh, see? Right there. So, I mean. And you know how big of a fan we are Jay Lethal. Exactly. How much better does it get? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so kicking off, just a few more things um, on the light-hand side of things. Big news. Um, I don't know if I saw it coming. Thunder Rosa has lost the NWA Women's Championship. Mm. The title she's held and made so prestigious, her face is on the belt, literally. Wow. Um, she lost it to Serena Deeb, who Ooh. I consistently just know as the bold chick from the Straight Edge Society, but has made a really big name for herself. After that, so. yeah, wasn't she a trainer at the uh, at the performance center for a little bit? I do believe she was. So, I mean, I I do remember hearing about the match, mm-hmm. but I I didn't I didn't find a way to tune in because I just didn't believe Thunder Rosa would lose. You know, that's actually but, crazy. But I mean, if she lost to Serena Deeb, that just shows how good she must have been, and WWE just kept her as a trainer. That's what I feel. Because I know a lot of people were. Uh, and the performance center spoke highly of her. Like Bailey spoke highly of her at the performance center. Same thing with Sasha. Um, 
there's a couple male talents too that spoke highly of her. So that's crazy to hear that she left and sure enough she she's taking the NWA women's title. Yeah, we might have to take a closer look, man. She might uh be a little higher on the list for that uh PWI top twenty five next year. Yeah, she she might wind up being a wrestler of the pot one of these next episodes, who knows? Could be. And if you guys haven't heard our uh, PWI pods, go back and listen to them. Yeah, definitely, because those were, those were pretty awesome. Some surprises were on there. Some weren't surprises, but we didn't like them. But we definitely did have a blast making them. It opened yeah. our eyes a little bit. So go back and listen to those if you haven't. But moving on, um, slowly becoming the... Someone's a Daniel Bryan fan. Um, but moving on to what I think is slowly becoming the number three promotion again. Ooh. Um, Impact, formerly known as TNA, had their WrestleMania event. Mm-hmm. Which I guess I to me like, there's like three different WrestleMania events, but there's a Hall of Fame in this one, so I guess it's their actual WrestleMania. Event. Yeah. Um, Bound for Glory happened um, over the last few pods. So I just wanted to go down the card and, you know, some of these matches are special to us, some of them aren't, but um, just to point out how good, how great they've been doing, they got The Rock to phone in for Ken Shamrock's Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was pretty odd to see, seeing The yeah. Rock on Impact Television. Yeah, they didn't milk it too much either. They, I've only seen two posts about it, so they didn't like really milk it, but yeah, no, it was like one of those, um, that was one of those things that you always thought was going to be like a snowball's chance in hell. Right. Like, yeah. okay, what, what, what's really going to happen here? Sting versus The Undertaker. That's about a snowball's chance in hell of happening right mm-hmm. now. And then S- Stone Cold Wrestling again. Yes. That's about a snowball's chance in hell. And then The Rock appearing on Impact Wrestling. Yeah. That's a snowball's chance in hell, yeah. With no connections, literally just Ken Shamrock. So mm-hmm. just to run down the card real quick. Um, there was a match with Ken Shamrock, uh, managed by Sammy Callahan versus Eddie Edwards, mm-hmm. who was a former TNA, uh, Impact Champion. Yeah. Um, until, uh, our guy Eric Young beat him for the belt. Yeah. Um, funny they're bringing Ken Shamrock back this late in the game. Yeah. But, uh, from what I've seen, Shamrock still looks amazing. Yeah, like, for his age, Shamrock definitely does look amazing. Like, you, you think of the people from back in the era of Ken Shamrock. You you look at your, like, your big Papa Pumps. He looks like hell now. Ken Shamrock still, like, for his age, actually looks pretty good. Like, he looks like he's still in shape. He looks like he can get in a ring and wrestle a little bit. Yeah. I think Shamrock is definitely a guy that... You don't bring back on a full-time basis. Not at all. But you can have Shamrock come and wrestle those, like, you know, five, six-odd matches a year. Yeah, he he looked like he had a really good showing, so that was cool to see. Um, him with Sammy, Coll- Sammy Callahan, I mean, it kind of works. Yeah. Um, on the level that they're just both out for destruction, mm-hmm. so I kind of get it. Um, it. It did bring up to me that they never brought Ken Shamrock back in WWE, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I, I don't know what the issue is there with him in WWE, but I, I feel like if Shamrock was to come back for a little bit in WWE, the main roster would feel weird just because you don't really have a spot for him. You don't really have yeah. anything for him to do. Like if you did a reunion episode or something, 
He would fit right in. Yeah, he yeah. would fit right in. You did like an Attitude Era episode. He would fit right in. I feel like there could have been a place for him, though, before, like, um, around the time Brock Lesnar and Goldberg and, mm-hmm. like, you could have pulled Ken Shamrock for, like, three months. Hell, you... Ironically, as, like, a, as, as a close rival to Brock. I was going to say, the perfect time to do it, in my opinion, would have been when they brought in Cain Velasquez. Very Like, nice. if you'd have brought in... Yes. If you'd have had... Ken Shamrock do the same thing that King Velasquez did. I yeah, feel like yeah. Shamrock would have did it better. Sh- I'm, I'm sure he. Would. And plus, I'm, I'm sure you could have said that was one of the few times Camrock, uh, Camrock, Shamrock had a uh, a main title shot. Very true, and it it would have been a good time to use him to his full potential. Mm-hmm. At one time, he was the baddest man on the planet. Yeah, which I feel like WWE just kind of wasted their opportunity. Yeah. On. But now that they have Brock, who's the new baddest man on the planet, it would have been kind of cool to see him fight Shamrock. I mean, we all know Shamrock would have lost. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it would have been a cool three-month span of Shamrock just showing It still would have been believable, you know too. I mean? Exactly. Because Shamrock, like... Shamrock's still a really good size. Like, like, for those of y'all who don't know or didn't follow Ken Shamrock before WWE, WWF, Shamrock was a real badass. Like mm-hmm. he was the man in UFC. Mm-hmm. He went to battle with some of the best. Like like him and uh, I forget who it was. I think it was Royce Gracie. Mm. You, you figure Royce Gracie practically is the founding father of uh, Gracie Jiu Jitsu. Yep. So for him to actually whoop Royce Gracie's ass and do it more than once, mm-hmm. that just tells you how big of a star that dude was. He was a bad, bad man. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, you know, kudos to him for coming back for one last run and getting a match with Eddie Edwards. Yeah. The impact has been really good at using people to their full potential as of late. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's just Scott D. Moore or, or what it is or whoever it is mm-hmm. in charge of stuff right now, but they're doing stuff the right way. Very good. Very like, even good though stuff. you can't find them on TV, yeah, you still kind of find yourself going out of your way to, to look it up and see what happened and watch either clips of the match or the entire match as a whole which i've been finding really well um mm-hmm. moose fought ec3 okay which i think is ec3's first return match yeah and they've been running the him and moose thing for a while so i mean that was cool big ups to uh ec3 as well because they're actually i don't know if impact's doing this for just him or all their talent but mm-hmm. they're letting them wrestle in other promotions as well i did see that because he's in a he jumped over to ring of honor real quick and he had himself a little run in with I'm not gonna lie, I'm blanking on the tag team's name. But he uh, had I think it was the Briscoe brothers. No, the Briscoe brothers came and helped him. Uh, but they ran right, right, they right, had right, a run in right. with somebody else. Well, you know what? It was the dudes we saw um at ROH the last I forget their name too, but I I distinctly remember them coming yeah. in and wrecking house when we Yeah, were cause he, cause they ran into E C three backstage and they were coming at E C three and he just yeah, yeah, yeah. doing his normal thing, just standing there giving him like smug looks and the briscoes mm-hmm. come in and start riding for him and they're gonna set they're setting up a six-man tag match right there which is cool it's good to ec3 with the briscoes is kind of weird but yeah i, I told you I, about I, that too i feel like it's gonna be i, I like sent you that clip and i was like this looks so wrong but damn it looks so right right at the same time um they had a call your shot gauntlet match oh i was in love with this. which i love this moment yeah, this is some some good names here. Uh, Brian Myers, of course. Heath stands out. Hernandez. 
which was very surprising for me. There's somebody else um, that was more surprising. Rhino. Out of nowhere, Taya Valkyrie. Um, Tanel Dashwood. Tommy Dreamer. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead, because I'm waiting for it. I do believe... Uh, uh, who else showed up? Um, Sorry about your damn luck. James Storm. The man himself showed up. Yeah, we, we thought he'd come save uh, Bobby Roode, but it no. looks like he went back home. Yeah, and I seen him come out. I seen his music hit and him hit the ramp, and I was like, like... I geeked out a little bit because I was a huge fan of James Storm. Just the music, his yeah, yeah, his yeah. character. I was like, all right, this is sharp. Very big fan. And then the announcers were like, former tag team champion with beer money. And I was just waiting for them to say his tag team partner's name. <laughs> sure <laughs> enough, it didn't happen. But I was like, damn, he actually looked sharp in the ring. Like He, he looked a little bit bigger, but he still mm-hmm. looked cut up. He still looked sharp. He could move. I, yeah, I'd imagine they still got it, man. Yeah, James Storm still has it. He's, one of them, he's probably one of those talents for me that's like as... You're going to take this the wrong way when I say this, but I don't mean it as, like, how good he can be. I'm mm-hmm. talking about reliability. Okay. Like an Al Snow Lance Storm. Like he's, Lance he, Storm, he, I see. He's a bigger character than them. He's yes. a, definitely a way better character. But Absolutely. in-ring reliability goes, like, can still do, like, the flips and all the stuff. Mm-hmm. I would put him in the same category as them. Like, an older level guy, but can still move in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but by the way, um, speaking of Landstorm, we gotta get into that later because I realized someone else was trained by Landstorm. Oh, okay. But we'll get into it down the line because I know we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna bring them up eventually. Um, they had an X Division Championship match with I, I don't even know the guy who's champ. Like I he, he, I don't know. <laughs> but it was him, um, Trey from. Um, from my boys, the Rascals. Okay. Uh, Willie Mack. Okay. What is your opinion on Willie Mack and Moose? Because I I don't really favor them a lot. Like they're I've seen them both from Lucha Underground, but they don't they don't hold a lot of weight for me. Uh. They're nice. They're nice. Mm. Crickets. Crickets. Yeah. yeah. Like they they're a thing. They can. <laughs> they're they're, they're not bad. Right. Yeah. They're not great. Yeah. They're they're a thing that can be there and work. So I mean, as long as they're not terrible, then yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. we can see where it runs. Yeah. I, I personally don't have huge faith in it, but I mean, they just they, I don't know. I, they let, don't, let's just have a run with it and see they what happens. Do it for me. But um, Chris Bay was in the match. TJP, of course, who we know was not going to win the match. Mm-hmm. And then my pick to win, Jordan Grace. <laughs> made the X Division Championship match. Unfortunately, I know for a fact she did not win the match. But just great to see her. I feel like their X Division, which was once their best division, is no longer once their, their best division. Is no longer their best division. I don't think so. But I mean it's not that is not a bad thing to say considering that what they've been doing is great. Absolutely. So even yeah. though it's not their best division anymore, obviously times change. Things evolve. And you know, even though it's not their best division, you know, the main card is still doing pretty good. The tag yeah. division. Yeah. Probably one of the best tag divisions anywhere right now. Mm-hmm. So. 
And I'd imagine eventually once Chris Myers is done with the whole Tommy Dreamer thing, mm-hmm. he'll probably head to the X Division. So, I mean, it, they got, they've got enough guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, Impact World Tag Team Championship match. The North versus Madman Fallen and Ace Austin versus the Good Brothers versus mm-hmm. the Champs, the Motor City Machine Guns. Um, unfortunately for us, neither of our guys ended up coming out with the belts. Damn. The North ended up winning that match. Damn it. Uh, whatever. You know? <laughs> it's a thing. Whatever, man. Whatever. We all know who we would have preferred to win, but yeah. it's okay. Um, moving on, Knockouts Championship match, Deanna Perrazzo, the Versuocho, or whatever. Um... I, I can never get her her tag name right. It just doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> but she was fighting your girl, uh, Kaylee Ray. Oh God! <laughs> Don't you love her? Th- this is where Duke walks out on the pod, guys. I'll see you later. Oh <laughs> uh, no! I think Deanna. I think Deanna won though. Okay, so I'm back. You can be happy with that. Yeah. Um, and then the main event was Eric Young versus Rich Swan. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They did use the Scott Demore um, Team Canada angle. Okay. So I was glad they finally included that in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, because I was praying that they use that because it just made sense for me. Um, I do believe Rich Swan won. Ooh. And it was a very significant moment for him. They did the whole like carry on the shoulders thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, good win for Rich. I would have preferred Eric Young to keep the belt. But yeah, that's, definitely. That's the, just me. Eric man. Young was a little bit of a transitional champion. Yeah, yeah. But so I, I would have preferred you keep it on EY. But I, I, I mean, I get it. You yeah, know, I understand. Yeah, you do what you yeah push the young guy. You know. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. But that was the Bound for Glory card. Some good spots in there. Yeah, it definitely I wish, was. Uh, the Good Brothers came away with those tag belts, but you know it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I kind of wish the same thing, but all in all, even though our people ain't winning, they're mm-hmm. still making the matches entertaining. And at Very. the end of the day, if your people don't win, as long as you have an entertaining match, that's really all any wrestling fans care about. Very true. So that's as that's long as the always a good thing good, for me. You keep the fans, and mm-hmm. that's what it's about. Very true. Um, speaking on keeping the fans, um, the number two. Well, is it number two now? Is it? I feel like some days AEW is like top brand, and then I feel like some storylines in WWE might take it over. But AEW is kind of running amok right now. Mm-hmm. Um, amok, 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 amok. <laughs> <laughs> so, getting to um, AEW's upcoming uh, pay per view, I believe is November seventh, Full Gear. Mm-hmm. I just want to run down that match card because I have a lot more opinions about that match card than the Bound for Glory card. Yeah. And we can get into all our AEW news as we do it. Because it's all, they did their go home, they're doing their go home show this this week. week. Yeah. So, all of this stuff is pretty much tied up at this point. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, at the buy-in, we're getting Orange Cassidy, which is weird that he's in the buy-in. But seeing as he's finally done his Chris Jericho storyline, you know, I guess they just don't have a spot for him. Yeah. Like Jericho said in the last segment with MJF, it's got about as much chance as getting over as Orange Cassidy. <laughs> That's fucked up. 
<laughs> but you know what? A funny story, Orange Cassidy's in the buy-in match against John Silver. Like Long John Silver? Long John Silver. Um, whose tag name is uh, Four, because he's in the Dark Order. Um, so he's fighting number four, like the number four guy in Dark Order. <laughs> um, which, funny story, This this I've seen John Silver. Guy kicks ass. John Silver? John Long John Silver. Long John Silver ass. can kick some ass. Okay, wow. So I was watching. Um, More with, of an Outback with, Steakhouse uh, guy myself, but hey. <laughs> I was watching AEW with uh, my pop um, and my godfather, um, who are avid wrestling fans as well. We're watching this um, this like fatal four way tag team match for the tag team championships of Four Gear, mm-hmm. um, which the Bucks obviously won. Because they're the Bucks and they were gonna win, but they were one of the tag teams in there was three and four from the Dark Order, which everyone watching found hilarious so, that they were even considered in this match. So they didn't have Evil Uno, Angry Dose. They no, had they had no. Hateful Thrace they and had, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what what the they had two no name like dude. I literally walked down there and they were like. Do you know who three and four are? And I have no, I was like, no fucking idea. They're nobodies. They are literally three and four. They used to be uh, faceless, nameless people from the Dark Order's masked men. And then they started naming them. Retribution. So that's literally. It was was Slapshot and T-Bar. That's who it was. Literally just two no names. They named three and four. And so, and 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 uh, I remember my godfather being like, "Well, that's kind of fucked up that they're like named three and four. And I was like, "Dude, honestly, they're lucky to just have their masks off." Damn, you you can't like, you can't even be thing one and thing two. You just have to be three, three and four. four. You are the backup Literally. for thing one and thing two. Literally. So I was like, "Well, they they're lucky to even be have names and faces." So, but so but halfway through this match. Um, as everyone's doing these crazy sh- these crazy moves and shit, Long John Silver, number four, just starts fucking snapping on everyone. He said, "Y'all gonna know my name. Exactly. Y'all gonna know number four. Exactly. This nigga was like, "I'm tired of being number four. <laughs> y'all Fuck gonna this. know y'all better me bump me up to number three. Y'all gonna know me." So number three just fell into the background because number four just started going off on fucking everybody. And I think his performance was so good in that match that they let him fight Orange Cassidy. They said, you know fight. what, just go. You you just go fight number yeah, four. Yeah, like, you know what, Long John, mm-hmm. you got it, buddy. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that show was incredible. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing Long John Silver versus Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Which is a hell of a name. It definitely is. <laughs> Long John Silver for the win. Um, so that's the buy-in. We're having another match with Sam Guevara and Matt Hardy. Thoughts? Stop. Just please. Enough. We don't want to see Matt get hurt anymore. This has to end. We don't want to see Matt get hurt anymore. We're tired of seeing Matt get hurt. We're tired of seeing Rebby Sky go on Twitter and, and spew her nonsense. We're tired of seeing Sammy Guevara just be an a-hole. We're yeah. tired. We're, I'm tired of Sammy Guevara as a whole. I, I, he's he's becoming very like 
trash to me. He is becoming a blister on the ass of AEW. As much as I liked him in the beginning of this, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to him like falling off the face of the earth. Like, can he just fade away and classify himself as obsolete at this point? Seriously, I, I'm hoping that my prediction earlier was right and that. MJF coming in means Sammy Guevara gets kicked out. Because honestly, oh, happy he's day. like the one thing I don't like about that group now. Yeah. I like everybody else. I like Hager. I like uh I like the uh, LAX. I like um Jericho. It's just Sammy. Sammy. Sammy is the only uh downside. So hopefully Sammy's out At of this here point kick this. Sammy and fucking keep Wardlow and MJF. Yeah. That's what I would do. We we can have two big guys. Yeah. Speaking of, at Full Gear, uh, there is a win in your end match mm -hmm. for the inner circle. Chris Jericho versus one of my favorite bad guys, the bad guy of this era, the COVID era, MJF. Uh, Probably the one, probably, no, not the one, probably the match I'm most excited to say. I think so. This is the one for me. Because I like the promo that MJF cut. It wasn't a crazy promo, but he was like, I will do anything to get in. Mm -hmm. Jericho's like, I expect nothing less. He's like, no, I don't think you understand. I will do anything. And he just gave him that look, like anything. So MJF, in my opinion, he's going to cheat. You think he's going to cheat? He's going to cheat. He's going to get in. And Jericho's not even going to be mad that he cheated. I don't think so. And then... I think think this, for me, is... The equivalent of a great Cody build, mm-hmm. where the match is must. It's it's about the match, but it's about the story. Yeah, the these story are, is interesting. These are two great men who know how to tell the character story. work. Yeah, like they know they know what they're doing. MJF Absolutely. is someone who's young but has a great mind as far as storytelling goes. Yes, um, some of the faces he makes are a little weird, but. <laughs> He still tells a great story when he's in the ring, when he's out the ring. Mm-hmm. His vignettes, they're they're awesome. Um I think what's going to go down if I can pre- if I can make a prediction, MJF is going to cheat to get in and win. Like he's going to cheat to win, get in the inner circle. Jericho's not even going to be mad. Mm-hmm. And then that's my prediction and then a step further in my fantasy booking. In that moment you kick out Sammy Yes. Jericho kicks out Sammy because he says MJF did what Sammy would never have the balls to do. Mm. And he kicks him out just because of that. <laughs> I like it. Get rid of the weak link now that we've made an addition. He I like it. He, I could see He did for the inner circle what you wouldn't have the balls to do. I could even see Jericho kicking out Sammy um after giving this like grand praise of MJF, mm-hmm. and, like this is my star, my protege. This is the future of my legacy. Mm-hmm. And speaking of people that aren't the future of my legacy, and then they kick out Sammy Guevara. Yeah, he, he, I was gonna say, what if they do like an evolution thing with Randy? Exactly. Jericho's like thumbs up, thumbs up. Yes. Thumbs down. Let's just get him out of here. Um, the AEW World Championship Eliminator Final, Page versus Omega. Mm-hmm. I, I, they're not a team anymore, so 
I'm gonna go with Kenny. I'm gonna go with Kenny. They're not a team anymore, so that's good. We got yeah. what we wanted. Sorry, Paige. I just don't. It's we, Kenny Omega. Sorry, Paige. I just don't like you. <laughs> I never, Paige, Paige does have some growing up to do for me. I don't like that, man. I've never liked that, man. Like, maybe he'll grow on me down the line. And but... when I see him in the ring, I still don't like that, man. <laughs> Which is saying something. Um, so, I, I mean, I feel like it's time. I feel like... Um... For me, never did I think I would say a Kenny Omega match would be my bathroom break. Yeah? I, I mean, I kind of expect him to win, so maybe... Yeah, so that that's match. why it's going to be the bathroom break for me. Not because it won't, it'll be a bad match, just because we the outcome is predetermined. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so we have the Bucks and FTR. Fuck the Revival. Again, no matter how many times they have that match, it's still going to be a match that you want to watch. Yeah, they they could they could have that match six, seven, eight, thirty times, and I would still watch it. Yeah, yeah, I like the way you can't kind you can't really tell. Um, who's the bad guy here? Mm-hmm. The Bucks are being very uh, '90s Shawn Michaels. Yeah, it's like they're the asshole, but at the same time, they're like you're kind of rooting for them. Yeah, like I like the whole like paying we're paying our fines in advance to super yeah. take whoever the fuck we want. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like the whole like we just we just don't care. The We're fines the are being prepaid, just like taxes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to throw that in there. Uh, so. Yeah, no, but I still want to see that match. That that's probably going to be a great, probably the best match of the night in my book. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, could also. I mean, this is just a great card. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get to that match, let's knock out the AEW Women's Championship match. Um, Hikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose. Um, hopefully, I'm I'm going Nyla Rose. Yeah, I'll I'll say the same. I'll go Nyla Rose. I feel like it legitimizes her being managed by Vicky Guerrero. Mm-hmm. I feel like her first title reign wasn't what it should have been. That still throws me off that Vicky's in AEW. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. one of those things you thought you'd never see. It's just one of those things you thought you probably wouldn't see. You know what, though? I feel like eventually that whole, like, Three Amigos family is going to end up there. Mm-hmm. Because Vicky's there. Um, Vicky's, I'm not Vicky, well, Vicky's daughter, yes. But Eddie and Vicky's daughter is training again. Mm-hmm. Um, when David Benoit finishes his training, he's going there. And if Vince keeps running the Mysterios into the ground, <laughs> I'm almost certain they will oh go there as well. Oh my god, do you know how many eyes would be on AEW just at that point alone? Do you know the pop of David Benoit just being around? David Benoit, around, Eddie's just daughter, being around there. and Dominic Mysterio? Do you know the dynasty that faction would, like, you know the chaos they could wreck? You could, oh, that would... They would have to do no character work at all. They wouldn't even have to cut a promo. If they all just came out in the ring together, I would lose my fucking mind. For real. And at that point, all you need is, like, does Dean Malenko have any kids? Yeah, right? Like... (laughs) Or can... Oh, can Dean manage them? 
the the Dean managing in the movie. Oh amazing. my god, that would be amazing. My mind has just been blown right okay, now. Okay, fantasy booking over. <laughs> fantasy because we could go on for this with, for forever. Um, so I'm going Nyla Rose. I hope that she gets Nyla the Nyla Same thing with me. Um, before we get into the championship match, the last match, the TNT Championship match, Cody Rhodes versus Darby Allen. This I expect is, this to be amazing. This is a match we've wanted for how long? Seriously. Let's go. I got Cody still winning. Mm. But I want Darby to win. I want Darby to win. Ever since I saw Darby get that championship match mm-hmm. and show his ass, I've wanted Darby to hold a, a title Like from that day forward. yeah, He had so much promise. And he's such... Um, a contrary guy to anything Vince would propose as a champion. Yeah, he yes, he is literally. He's the, the total opposite. He is the polar opposite of anything that could be a champion. But the guy's fucking entertaining. Like, and I just feel like he deserves it. <laughs> he's done good work. Um, even when he's injured, he's he's doing whatever he can in the videos to be himself yeah skating with tony hawk doing wacky moves with steve-o mm-hmm. like he he's just he's doing whatever he can to stay relevant yeah and he's up there with uh moxley whenever moxley needs a guy mm-hmm. besides willpower will hobbs <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> oh man <laughs> Just gonna throw that one in there. He's, I, yeah, he's got he's got stuff to prove to me. That's what but, we do here. We throw cheap barbs in when we can. Yeah, we'll put you over when it's time. But until then, you're not jobbing here. <laughs> um, That's our job. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm going Darby. I want Darby to win. Okay. Uh, I love Cody, and hopefully they create a story in the ring. That mirrors how much Darby Allen has worked for this. Yeah, I agree. And uh, the main event, of course, John Moxley against Eddie Kingston. You want to go first? Um, I like the story building up to this match. I've loved the story. I've yeah, I've liked the story. I think this is probably one of the better Ambrose story Ambrose. Sorry, sorry. Mm. Messed it up. My bad, guys. I, I think this is one of the better Moxley stories that uh, that we've seen in yes. AEW. And not to say that the stories of AEW have been bad with Moxley, but this is definitely one of the better ones I've seen. Just because it's two guys that are relatively the same, mm-hmm. but they're also different. Yeah, it's it's two guys, um, as Kingston has said, they're, they're cut from the same cloth, mm-hmm. but... They've just had different career outcomes. So basically, it would be like, we cut from the same cloth, but it's a different material. Mm. I like that. I like that. And I like, um, I like Kingston, uh, at one point, uh, one of the lines he used was, it's an I quit match because that's where I want to take it to. Mm -hmm. It's... Uh, my these are this is the end that justifies my means. Yeah, which um, pretty much means th- it has to be this hard because this is it, it. It's what defines me. Okay, it justifies my means. This is how this is 
uh, what it has to be because that's how hard I've worked for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the things I've done. It's, it's basically saying um, it shows how far I'm willing to go. Yeah. And it benefits me because this is how hardcore I am. Mm-hmm. And I feel it, it. he's painted himself in such an environment where like hardcore for him seems to be just a little more hardcore than Moxley. Yeah. And because they've come from the same place, it paints the story as like Moxley could win. But you kind of feel like at this point, Kingston's beat him at like every turn. Yeah. How many times has AEW gone off the air with Eddie Kingston demolishing Moxley? Mm-hmm. And just being all up in the camera about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then normally in wrestling, when that happens, the outcome at the end of the day is going to be the opposite. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a hell of a story, though. Oh, it definitely is. So I mean, I want Kingston to win. Um, but it it paints it paints another picture for me because, um, say Moxley wins, right? Mm-hmm. Um, say Kenny beats whoever wins at the next pay per view. Mm-hmm. So Moxley wins. Huge story overcoming point for him, then loses the belt to Omega. Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. You had a good run. Yeah. Good culmination story with Kingston before you took the title off. And plus, if there's anybody that he can lose the title to, I would say so Kenny. It's Kenny. Probably one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. Right. And then I feel like it paints a different story for me um, heart-wise for how much time and um, attention I paid to the rivalry. Mm -hmm. If Kingston wins and then immediately loses to Kenny Omega. Yeah, because then he just becomes like the transitional. Because then you're you're like Sasha Banks. Mm -hmm. And we don't want you to be Sasha Banks. Who we'll discuss later on. Who we'll discuss later on. So it, it, for me, it's like as much as I want Eddie to win, I feel like up to this point, I felt like it's it's now or never for him. Yeah. But now I'm feeling like it's it's not the right time all of a sudden because I see what's on the horizon, and if Kenny is destined to be champ, it's kind of the wrong time for Eddie to hold the belt. Yeah. Because it's gonna demolish all of this character work up to this point if he wins proves his point and then immediately gets killed by the best wrestler in the world Mm -hmm. then it's like well there's no way you're beating omega yeah i mean you know hopefully look believable hopefully a whole nother monster hopefully AEW can actually make that not happen like hopefully AEW is smart enough in their storytelling and their booking not to do it that way. Yeah. But I mean, in this day and age, you never know. You never in know. all honesty, because sometimes they just they don't care what's the right thing to do or what's the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's just the thing they want to do. Mm-hmm. Which you can't get mad at, but you know, for us as fans, it's like you know that was the wrong thing to do. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully they know where they're going. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they've I've been trusting them this far. Yeah, and it's it's been you know they've had some pitfalls, mostly the women's division, but yeah. they've been pretty good at solid character work. Mm-hmm. 
So hopefully they they find a way to paint this where um, Eddie doesn't lose any steam, mm-hmm. but you can keep him in the tuck and not diminish his yeah. main event status. Exactly. Um, but that's that's the AW full gear card. Um, so I think aside from Halloween Havoc, we can probably the short things from Halloween Havoc. And then we'll we'll get into the main roster stuff. Yeah, it's cool. I, I mean, is is NXT main roster now? Uh, I, would, I would think not. Yeah, I would think no. Considering um, Survivor Series isn't including them anymore. Yeah, no, they're not included this year in Survivor Series. Which, which I mean, good, whatever. I mean, for me, it's 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 not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. But I mean, it just gives you time to actually look at the main roster, and especially since they just mm-hmm. had the shakeup. Yeah. This is a good a time as any to keep NXT down and just show the people you have. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, for the moment it's a good thing, but I kind of liked how uh last year was a little bit. Yeah. Um so we're going to jump right in. Uh the first thing I want to talk about in all honesty mm-hmm. is Retribution Dead. Um well I heard they're holding it off for a few weeks. So it's not it's not absolutely dead. No, um, like I mean that in the sense of like, do we even care about retribution anymore? Oh no. no. Yeah, I don't mean like are they dead the, because the only the only week I think we actually cared about it was the week Mustafa was leader. I honestly and then didn't after even... we realized that that's not really gonna help the situation, it kind of fell through the cracks again. I mean, I I the only thing that I've really been okay with about retribution since Ali has been shown as the leader. They're letting the actual people have one-on-one matches. They're getting squashed. Absolutely. But they're letting it happen. Like, uh, what the hell was the guy's name? Uh, Slapjack? Yeah. They let Slapjack have a U.S. title T-bag, match. Yeah, T-Bag, Slapnuts, whatever his name was. But they let him have a, ta- they let, they let him have a U.S. title match. Mm-hmm. Got completely demolished. Hit, like, two good moves. But at the end of the day, I mean, I'm not really sold on that group anymore. No. Like, they did something on Raw recently where Mia Yim faked a seizure. Or faked, like, I don't know, looked like she was on LSD or something. She was Whatever sitting there, the fuck that was. She was sitting there just spazzing out, scratching, doing all that stuff. I'm like, really? This is what we do? I mean, I'm I'm beyond the group at this point. I'm not for them. So glad Mercedes Martinez left. <laughs> so glad. So mad that Dijakovic actually bit the bullet and stayed. <sighs> rough one rough one for that guy and and the funny thing is now we know everyone that's in that group yeah and yeah. it's like yo aside from Dijakovic everybody in that group had potential like oh no aside from Dijakovic no one in that group had potential no nobody like uh Dio Madden you should have just left him on commentary yep Shane Thorne I didn't even know he was still employed yeah Mia yeah. Yim okay but you know you knew she was never gonna be world champion yeah Mia Yim was uh, one of those one of those chicks that was like really good but she was going nowhere she was going nowhere she was an iconic simply because she just wasn't as good as the other considerable talents at the time yeah yeah in NXT you just didn't she she didn't uh, she just didn't have the fanfare I guess yeah you call it but Dijakovic was probably the only guy in that group right now that I could have seen as somebody important down the line. Do you think they should have just came up as their faces? 
like without the masks. I think they should have been unmasked by now. I feel like they, like you can come up with the mask for like the first month, pretend to you know we're the people that have been left behind in the dark, we're the people that nobody remembers. Have them do something significant. You should have just made them another nexus. I feel like you should have left them nameless. And then when Mustafa became the leader, mm-hmm. everyone should have unmasked. Yeah. Like because he, then we could take them seriously. I, no one's taking you seriously. The way to do it for names. me should have been like once Mustafa makes himself the leader or announces himself as the leader, that next week you do the unveiling of the yeah. group. But you yeah. take them, you have them take them off one at a time, and you say something about them. He could have been like, Ooh, yes. Mia Yim, blah 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 yes, blah. Yes, yes, yes. Shane Thorne. We didn't know he was still employed, but we put him in the group anyway. <laughs> Dio Madden brought him out yes, from behind yes, commentary yes. to show his muscle, and then the second in command, blah 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 blah, Dominic Dijakovic. Mm-hmm. That would have made it believable because then yes. you can have Dijakovic be the Batista of your group. Essentially. Really good. I, I like that idea way better. Yeah, but it would have given each person their own moment to shine. A yeah. little bit of spotlight. And you would have at least known that someone in that group was the least important. And someone aside from the leader is the most important. Mm. Uh, so, next on the docket. This isn't really anything I want to touch on for too long. But it's just something I want to mention. WWE has officially told their talent to cease all operation on Twitch and everything else like that. So, again, we've talked about this before. I think it's stupid that they're making them stop doing this because for your people like Paige and everybody else who's either injured or can't make money. My first thought was poor AJ Styles. (laughs) Gaming is like his life. Mm -hmm. So to not be on Twitch and he had like this heartfelt goodbye that he posted. Well, Paige cried. It's sad, dude. Yeah, I mean, especially for Paige. I mean, I think Paige is uh, the biggest no-no for for me on this because, dude, she she broke her neck for this company. Yeah, she's, literally. She's 20-something years old. She can't get in a ring anymore. She can't yeah. make money and do what she used to love for a living. And now she, she found something else she loved and... You're telling her because she's quote unquote still contracted that she can't do it? That's ridiculous. No sense to me, man. Yeah, so that's just something I wanted to touch on real quick. Um, next up, what are your thoughts with uh, Bliss and the Fiend? Do you like it, or is it something um, that you you would have done different? You know what? I like it as long as her version of the Fiend is Sister Abigail. Yeah, because I was waiting for that. I was honestly waiting. I thought a, I thought a sister Abigail was coming. Like honestly, Alexa Bliss is she's proven herself to me at this point mm-hmm. as just Alexa Bliss, right? So her doing this good character work of being crazy, being the crazy check, it it works for me. Yeah, because I mean, the payoff, I feel, the payoff for me is she has to be Sister Abigail. I feel like you could have seen a uh, Bliss could have pulled off a crazy chick look because just simply based on. Shout out to Big Papa Pump Scott Snyder. Oh, you did it before me. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, Bliss has done crazy work, like not overly crazy, but you know she had the little Harley Quinn thing going, mm-hmm. so she could pull it off. Dressed as Chucky. Yeah, so this is essentially segments. for me Bliss 
just a bit more creepy. Yeah. Like not and not even creepy. There's a, like just turned on a little bit more for Halloween. Yes, that's kind of yes. what it feels like. So it's not bad, but it's just work we've seen her do before. Mm-hmm. I and like, it, I, like I said, as long as as long as Sister Abigail is the payoff for me, mm-hmm. I'm a hundred percent in. I mean, she does what so far. What she's been doing has been good. Mm-hmm. Like they did the creepy. I don't know. Gave me Corpse Bride vibes or mm-hmm. Adam's Family vibes. Mm-hmm. The, the one episode, and then uh, this last episode of Raw where she hosted a moment of bliss with Randy. And she was she she made that burn burn the house down comment. Mm-hmm. Randy was like, and there it is, and there it is, and and she does that chuckle and everything. I'm like, all right, she's actually doing this pretty good. Yeah, it's it's pretty good character work. So I I was like, I'm I'm down for it. Like, whatever. Because at this point, I I think we've all come to realize they just don't know what to do with Alexa Bliss anymore. Yeah, and she can't be in ring as much. Mm-hmm. So they're just trying to find other options. So if she's only wrestling every now and then, and she comes out as sister sister Abigail, mm-hmm. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, like, same here. Because running the same Alexa Bliss shit is just boring. Yeah, definitely. So if if she can do it and it works, I'm fine with her being the other crazy person. I'm honestly surprised Nikki Cross isn't more involved. Very true. Very she true. She was indeed. the twisted sister. Um, but you know, whatever. I still I still wish they used that more than they got a chance to. Mm-hmm. I remember Nikki Cross being like in NXT, remember when uh somebody took out Aleister Black? Oh uh, yeah. And Nikki kept running around like I did like I know I, I know, know who it is. I know who it is and then Black and just Aleister popped up popped and up sitting in a ring. Tell me. And Nikki's just sitting there with the giggly face like uh, okay, okay. That like, was that I, I was wish, awesome. I wish she was like the beacon for all things darkness. Mm-hmm, for real, that shit was fire. But whatever, whatever. I like Alexa Bliss. Um, I like the segment. I, yeah, that segment was pretty cool. I I was watching that segment and literally from start to end, Randy in that entire segment. I'm watching it and I'm like, damn, I would have done everything the exact same way as Randy. Where Randy. she's like, have a seat, Randy. No, I think I'll stay. And then he's like, where is the fiend? I know he's here. Da, 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 da. And then she did that burn the house down. Randy's like, and there it is. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I wanted to hear. I'm like, damn, that's what I was thinking. Like, he said everything mm-hmm. I was thinking. Um. So next up. So apparently there's a new relationship in the WWE, and I'm mad because I want to fight this dude now. Um, Aaliyah Mysterio and Murphy. Why? My only comment is her pulling out the like classic rebellious daughter line, "Daddy, I love him. I love him. Uh, why? I I love him. You know what?" Never like, never in my life did I think I would say this, but I'm going to take the oh. Dolph Ziggler approach. It should have been me. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching that and I'm like, don't do it. Don't, don't, don't do it. The, oh, when she kissed him? Yeah, I was like, I was surprised. It should have been like, me. What the fuck? That's what I was thinking because I was like, oh, uh, that's it. I knew it was coming, but I still wasn't ready for it. We are going like, to no, have a real life... No. There's going to be a real-life Maury Povich episode in the Mysterio household. And this one won't be kayfabe. Because <laughs> I'm going to be I'm gonna be the one that's fighting Murphy. No, nah, but 
I still find it weird, though, because Murphy, like, isn't he, like, a whole 12 years older than her? I, I have no idea Murphy's age. Like, I know uh, I know Aaliyah's, like, 20. Yeah. Murphy's got to be at least early 30s. And so, M- Murphy, I'm just going to say, is, like, 32, 31. Do you think it's awkward backstage when they're discussing this? Yeah, like, how do you explain this? Like, if you're Murphy, how do you explain the segment? To Rey Mysterio and Aaliyah. Right, especially if you didn't suggest it. And if you're Seth, <laughs> how, that's got to be just as awkward for him. Cause it's, no, no. If I was Seth, I would be milking the hell out of this backstage. No, this has got to be If I'm Seth, I'm going to be awkward. I'm going to be like, okay, so you're supposed to be a guy that's with me, but you're dating Mysterio's daughter. And now, like, it's confusing to keep track of. I would be ribbing like Murphy. Murphy's dating Aaliyah. Aaliyah's Dom's brother. Dom hates Seth and Murphy, but Murphy hates Seth. Seth hates everyone, and Ray is just trying to get his daughter under control at this point. This, is a, this thing is gone. And Angie is in the back with the Gucci this purse. Like, if you don't get totally this under control, Yo, everyone we, is getting hit with the Gucci about, purse. Can we talk about how everyone but Aaliyah has been fly as hell every single week? Like, <laughs> like Everyone but Aaliyah? Like, Aaliyah's, Aaliyah's been dressing in, like, normal clothes. I don't know, I guess, man. To, I guess to establish her, like, defiance. But, no, what you mean? But, the clothes she's Ray, wearing just but, look normal, but those are actually expensive clothes, bro. You think so? Yeah, the one episode she was like, it was like a white shirt, but it was a Givenchy shirt. Mm. And then the jeans, I don't know what kind of jeans they were, but. Well, well okay, well, let's talk about how Ray. Oh, like, yeah, Ray and Don been looking saucy. Like, they've been. Ray has been keeping his family. Yeah, Ric Flair dripped. Ric Flair uh-huh. dripped. Like, they are there in Versace, Louis, like. Yeah. Gucci, they they are they are killing it. Like, yeah, I was going to say, because Aaliyah's. Yo, Aaliyah like, has style. Her style is not overly flashy like she's wearing mm-hmm. expensive clothes but they're like like regular down like they're right. they're not overly flashy if, if a normal person was to see it they would think okay she's just wearing right she's, she's the just person wearing a regular that looks shirt. like everyone else but once you really look at it you realize how much more money she yeah because i because she <laughs> she took the one episode she was wearing the Givenchy shirt i don't know what kind of jeans they were i would be wrong saying what kind they were and she was wearing a pair of red bottoms so I mean, red bottoms. You can tell red bottoms, but you also can't tell the red bottoms because mm-hmm. they gotta like stand a certain way or put their foot up or something. But she does look flashy though. They all look flashy. Ray keeps his family decked out. I didn't realize until this storyline like how, how paid Ray Mysterio is. Man, that nigga got money. He got that money from all over the globe. <laughs> He's catching them pesos in Mexico. He still got. He still got some of that New Japan yen. That he still got so some of the WWE fan. money, man. I feel like I feel like Murphy's. Like, <laughs> that's another thing that makes this whole thing weird. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like Murphy's leaving. Like he's leaving Seth for Aaliyah, and I feel like it's like Seth. It's like it's like a situation where it's like um, I don't like your dad, and I don't like the fact that you're dating my daughter. And I feel like you're trying to come into all this money, like you know. What I mean? Seth, if you're if you're listening to this you know and you I mean? need a disciple to take out Murphy, I will gladly take Murphy out. But just know, as soon as Aaliyah becomes available, then I'm cutting you off. It's, it's, <laughs> you it's, can go after the Mysterio family all you want, but I'm just going after Murphy to get Aaliyah. That is it. Yo, 
Yo, how weird is it to think of Rey Mysterio as the rich dad you just can't impress? Like, <laughs> I can't impress you, man. Family. What's going on here? I don't want the money. I just want to be with your daughter. For real. <laughs> While raising the Versace mass. Like, no. Nah, you want the money. It. No, I really don't. I just want to take your daughter on a date, man. That's all. <laughs> nah, but... uh. Uh, so let's but the, see. But the daddy, I love him. Shit, like I don't, don't like, even want to talk about that. You know, if if, if you listeners could see my face right now, you oh you could tell God. how upset I am. <laughs> Hashtag it should have been me. I was so bad. That's such a Vince McMahon line to pull out, though. Like how many soap operas? <laughs> but daddy, I love him. He is twelve years older than you. About to love this belt across your backside if you don't get some sense and say. All right. Um, oh my God. So the last thing I got on my docket would be the Roman Reigns Jay Uso feud, and this thing is amazing. Mm-hmm. This is probably gonna overtake Ray and Seth for feud of the year. Yes. Yes. I thought the best. Well, it was at the time the best storyline going. Mm-hmm. It was and now the, it's it was the best now it's line. now it's digressed into a teen love drama yeah, yeah it's gonna turn I'm, into it's teen wolf really just soon. like a, it's really just like a rom com this, this is point. turning into Twilight versus uh, Twilight meets boy meets world or something but the 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 emotional like the the whole Roman and Uso and Samoan dynasty thing they're doing right now. It's badass. Badass. Like every single week, I love it more. I'm and still more waiting for Rikishi to come out, man. You brought Afa and Sika. I'm waiting for somebody to stand up for these guys. Like you yeah. brought out Afa and Sika, but you cannot bring out Rikishi. But it's is and I like I said, like I love it more and more every week. Roman is fucking amazing. Yes. I never knew. Roman could be this <laughs> fucking good. He's like, like, we knew Roman could be good, but we didn't know he could be amazing. Yeah, like, yo, like, dog. I, the pay per view had me rolling because when he hit that that cry and he was like, yes. I don't know what I've become. I yes. don't even know what I've become. Head and he gave his him, hands like gave tears. Him, gave him the hug and then started choking him out. He started having a mental breakdown. He's like, yo, we gotta do this ooze thing. I be like this ooze, whatever it is, we can get through it ooze. Honestly, oh, what would have made that even I knew better? Was gonna choke him the fuck out. Is it? Yeah, so did I. At the end of the match, what would have made that better is after he he's announced as the winner, he walks up to the camera, right? He starts like pretend wiping his eyes like this, and then he says. Dwayne ain't the only one that knows how to act. That like, would have been that would have been amazing. That would have been a shot. Mm-hmm. Dwayne ain't the only one who knows how to act. Oh my god, who knew Roman could be this fire? Oh man, like when he when they were shoving him down our throats, and they were like forcing him to be like that Ooh, guy. I just got a. I just thought of a controversial I, question. I was like, uh, I guess I'll just accept that he's Ooh, you know man. whatever. And then when he when we found out he had cancer and he came back from remission, it was like, well, you you know, just, you don't have to shove him down our throats anymore. We accept him as yeah. you know the guy. But now we want it's like more. if you'd have gave us this shit in the beginning, if we'd have got this shit, it would have never ago? been an issue. It would have uh-huh. never been an issue. This is clearly the best guy we have. 
Roman is on some other shit. Ooh, I just thought of a controversial question for some of our listeners. And like, yo, like when Will after he... he choked my man out, and they on the like they on the ground, and he's looking at him like, and he just goes, "I love you." Like, fuck you, dude. Like, God, <laughs> you get so mad at his character work, yo. He is amazing. Will he be better than Cena? Yes. He, no question. Stevie I've answered that. Seen, Stevie answered that with like, with like, a, without a shadow of a doubt. Just yes, absolutely. Like absolutely. You, you, no, I, I don't mean like character wise. I just mean oh, okay. career wise. Okay, okay. Will he have a better career than Cena? I don't know that. See, that depends. That depends. All right. Uh, well, but, Cena's but sixteen as a, times as a character, way better than Cena. Way better than I've Super only Cena. Seen, I've only seen three in a Cena. Uh, I've only seen uh, Cena give three types of emotional promos. That you said what everyone else has said promo. Mm-hmm. That I'm at the end of my rope promo, mm-hmm. and the I don't have anything else to do promo. Mm-hmm. That's it. Those are the three types of emotional John Cena's you get. Okay. I've seen so many different, different. takes. Of Roman in the past, it's like, like you peel back months. this layer of the onion, and you'll see what else you can get, and you just keep on peeling he and peeling. He is so fire. Mm-hmm. All right, so actually, I did have one more thing I wanted to talk about with Survivor Series rolling up. Um, obviously, you know SmackDown versus Raw; they have those champion versus champion matches. Mm-hmm. Is there any champions you would like to change before the pay per view hits? Um... Because I have I think, one. I think Randy and Roman are pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Even though I did like big, long-haired black guy versus big, long-haired, big, black, long-haired guy. Whatever. Roman versus cheap Roman. I, I did. <laughs> Roman I, versus cheap Roman. <laughs> I did. Well, Roman versus Scottish Roman. Okay. I, I did think that match would have been better dynamically because of the way they looked and the thought. Tri- the, the tribal chief versus the... Uh... The, the the Scottish uh what what was his Scottish name? Supernova? Yeah, Scottish Supernova. Um but you know what, Randy versus Roman, not bad either. No. Um, a- anything with Randy is not bad. I don't care what anyone says. It can be Randy versus Killian Dane and it wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Randy just knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um I don't I've <laughs> I'm just gonna this say it's sucked, but I, I've I've never this is going to sound really bad, but I have never, like, ever really liked a title being on Sami Zayn. Ever. No, that's exactly, that was my only pick. And it's, 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 like I said, it sounds bad. That was my it only It sounds pick. like I don't like Sami Zayn. I don't like Sami Zayn. And I don't want to say that I don't like Sami Zayn. I don't like Sami Zayn. But... <laughs> I don't like Sami Zayn. Like I don't. I don't like. Like. Thank you. And no, I I would change that. Honestly, what I would do. This is a fantasy booking thing, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people would want to see this. Mm. Take the title off Sami Zayn. Put the title on Big E. Mm. Big E versus Bobby Lashley. Mm. The irresistible force, immovable object, just watered down. Yeah. I think that could be a decent match. Those are two big guys that know how to move in the ring. They know how to work. Both still had hops. Both, mm-hmm. if they wanted to, I'm pretty sure they both could still hit the top rope. Yeah. Uh, and plus, what are you gonna have? Sami Zayn versus Bobby and the rest of 
the Hurt Business, it does not look good on paper at all. It doesn't. But if you have Big E by himself versus Bobby with the Hurt Business at ringside... Yeah, it, it looks a little more believable. A Big E yeah. can slam any single one of them guys. It does he can, create a dynamic. He can take Cedric and launch Cedric in the next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Shelton, he can take Cedric. Uh, he can take Shelton it and creates, toss him. It creates a really good moment where you can really put Big E over, mm-hmm. even if Big E loses. Yeah, because if Big E loses, he still it doesn't. Gonna, it doesn't discredit him because it'll it's a, still be it's one essentially and four. yeah, it's essentially a four on one. But you know, he's still gonna hold his own and whip some ass. Exactly. The, I feel like that would be a way better booking. The tag team title match, um, well, not tag team titles, but the tag champs from each show, I wouldn't necessarily change that, but it's going to be hard to do that because it's two faces. I like the Profits versus New Day. I do too, but it's it, that's normally something you don't see a lot of. You don't normally see two faces going against each other or two heels going against each yeah. other. So but, it's a dream match though, essentially. I see it as just like... Uh, kind of an uh, Uso New Day situation. Yeah, but I mean, where you like both of them, and it's kind of comedy. It is. It, it's going to be comedy. But it's going to be comedy. But at it's least with the, the Usos, and the New Day. you had a heel. This is true. But I mean, it was a heel that you liked. Yeah. It wasn't a heel that was a Baron Corbin type heel. Yeah. It, it was a heel that was like a punk heel. Like punk when Punk was a heel, you knew he was a bad guy, but fans still liked him. So the, with the Usos in the New Day, the Usos were the heels, but you still like the Usos. I feel like it'll be easy to paint the Prophets as the heels. I don't, like I don't. it'll be comedy style, but mm-hmm. I like the fact that um, they share something. They share one of the same. Yeah. The Prophets and the New Day share this thing where they can be funny. Yeah. And then they can switch it up. Okay. Like that fast. So I feel like it'll be a situation where they're cutting this funny promo, and then all of a sudden, like, one of the New Day, probably X, probably Xavier, Mm -hmm. breaks it down like, this is all fun and games and all, but, like, understand at the end of the day, like, we gonna kick y'all ass. Yeah. And then they gonna, Street Profits gonna, you know, they gonna feel that. They're going to be quiet a second, and they're going to be like, okay, cool, because mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day, we want the smoke, Yeah. and instead of it being funny, it's going to be like, let's do it, you know what I mean? And I feel like the Prophets could be the heels in that situation, because they're like the young. Okay. It'll be like, you know, like uh, old line, you know. Yeah, I, I get what you're trying to say. That, that I guess that could work in a sense, and then women's titles. Nah, but we can keep Claire's that. Clear's loss. Like, she already lost to Oscar. Yeah, like, but but we can still keep that the same. Um, I think that's pretty much everything. <laughs> if it even ends up the same, because remember, next week <laughs> Bailey is, is fighting Sasha. <laughs> I quit. Bailey already invoked the rematch clause, bro. And we're still doing rematch clauses? Which we weren't <laughs> supposed to be doing. This is kind of illegal. But oh, well. Whatever. Something will happen. She wants her rematch next week. If this and ha- you know what the funniest part about it is? You can actually see her it Her whole shit was, I want, you, I, want to, I want to face you for the title next week. Simply because 
we all know you're amazing at winning titles, but you're horrible at keeping them. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm literally wanting to fight you next week because I know you can't win a fucking match. <laughs> wow. <laughs> She's using the curse against her. And on that I'm not note... going to give you 60 days, fam. I know you can't win a title defense. I want it next week. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to end on the curse, guys. <laughs> uh, what if she fucking beats her, though? Like, what if she only hold that shit 13 days, yo? Oh, my God. What if she only hold the belt 13 days? Literally hey. just wins it, gets hey. challenged for it, and loses that shit again. What a slap in the fucking face. <laughs> you know what I think is happening right now? Oh my God. Bailey wants the smoke. Oh, shit. Nah, but that's everything, guys. Uh, I'm going to shout out a couple people real quick. Um, shout out Reckless Pops, The Proper Popper, Stopping Funko with JLH, mm-hmm. K&L Collectibles. Mm-hmm. Those are some awesome people, man. Go check them out on YouTube if you haven't already. You're missing out on some great stuff. Uh, And also, I'm going to shout out our Facebook group as always, NFL Trash Talk 2020. If you're a fan of football and you like trash talking, definitely go check them out and see what they're about. Uh, You got anything you want to shout out, brother? Um, Shout out to Triple H. uh, Shout out Halloween Havoc. Shout out to Johnny Gargano for dressing up as Jack the Pumpkin King. (laughs) Shout (laughs) Shout out to Damian Priest for dressing like Sting. Shout out to um, Phantasmo for dressing like Rey Mysterio from Halloween Havoc again. Shout out to Ghostface for showing up and helping Gargano win the belt. Shout out to um, Bailey's boyfriend for dressing up as S.A. Rios. Oh, my oh God. wait, that wasn't a Have thing. Have you seen S.A. Rios lately? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, shout out to you guys. Thanks hey. for tuning in every week. Have fun, guys. Stay blessed. And as always, stay stay dangerous. dangerous.